Hey, it's time for Priority Pastor. Hi, this is Darren Wright, and welcome to Priority Pastor. This past weekend, I gave the second uh, message in the series, the Blueprint series about the Ephesians church, and spent the time in Acts chapter 20, where the Apostle Paul, passing by, calls the Ephesian elders to meet with him and gives them just a final bit of instruction and final instruction in the sense that he knew and told them he would never see them again face to face. And so in a sense, these words that he spoke were the final words face to face to these people. We know he later wrote a letter, but as far as face to face communication, that was it. So it's kind of interesting to see what he uses as his last words. You know, I've got in my my time folder on my desk here in the stand-up folder holder, I've got a document in there called If I Crater. If I Crater, which is really if, you know, if when I pass away, it's got information that my wife needs to know and she knows to look there and dig it up and take action accordingly. Well, these, these words that Paul spoke to these Ephesian elders were in a way on the same level. He said, I'm not gonna see you again, so here's some final instructions. And again, very interesting to see what he said, some reminders he gave them to help them stay on track. He started out by focusing in on this truth. I have declared to both Jews and Greeks that they must turn to God in repentance and have faith in our Lord Jesus Christ. His very first reminder was a reminder that everyone must repent and believe. Everyone. And that's that's a reminder we need to hear uh, today because we're in this age of crazy tolerance that drifts into universalism that, you know, says if you're sincere, that's really all that matters. And it's just not true. Everyone must recognize their sinners, turn from that, and trust in Jesus and what he's done on the cross for us. Everyone, great reminder, if we compromise on that, uh, we are failing to represent Jesus accurately. We've capitulated to the culture around us. So reminder number one, everyone must repent and believe. He goes on and he talks about uh, false teachers. He says, Uh, Even from your own number, some will arise and distort the truth in order to draw away disciples after them. In fact, uh, before that, he says, after that, after I leave, savage wolves will come in among you and will not spare the flock. And he gives them a warning to be on guard. In fact, it looks like he he warned them about this a lot. He says there in, in Acts 20, verse 31, remember that for three years, I never stopped warning each of you night and day with tears. And so he had this repeated warning against false teachers, against spiritual wolves, people who, he says, distort the truth, who take the truth and and twist it, who who distort the truth in order, it says, to draw people after them, seeking to get followers after themselves. Now, the Apostle Paul himself said, follow me as I follow Christ. These people say, follow me, period. And then they take shots at other Christian leaders because they really, their whole goal is to get people to follow them. And the way we guard against these false teachers, I mean, Jesus warned against as well in in Matthew 7, 15, watch out for false prophets. They come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they're ferocious wolves. By their fruit, you recognize them. Well, we need to have some kind of filter, some kind of evaluation mechanism. And we find it in Acts chapter 17, 11, where the apostle Paul talks about the Berean Christians who examined the scriptures daily to see if what Paul was telling them was true. We need to set up a scriptural filter between us 
and everyone who purports to speak for Christ. We need to filter it all through the word of God. And tied to that, uh, 1 Thessalonians 5, talking about prophetic utterances says, test everything, hold on to the good. We are not called to just accept what leaders and high profile Christian teachers and people who call themselves apostles or prophets or whatever, we're not called just to swallow everything they send our way information wise. We are called to filter it, to test it, and to reject whatever isn't true. That's how we guard against this false teaching. And then very interestingly, as you go on, he talks about how he conducted himself and worked hard with his hands. In, in Acts 20, 35, he said, in everything I did, I showed you that by this kind of hard work, we must help the weak. Remembering the words of the Lord Jesus himself, it is more blessed to give than to receive. And his third reminder here is a reminder to live a life of serving and giving. Again, these are his last words to this bunch of people, his last face-to-face -face words. And the things he decides to emphasize are the basic gospel, you must repent and believe, guard against false teachers, and be people who serve, people who give, people who need, pardon me, people who help those who need help. That's the weak. Sometimes it's me, sometimes it's you. We all will cycle through that place of being those who are in need from time to time. So again, pretty interesting that out of all the things he could have said, he zooms in on these three issues. Good reminders for them on how to keep on track. Good reminders for us on how to keep on track. And for every church, the things we need to keep front and center. Everyone must repent and believe, guard against false teachers, and live a life of serving and giving. It's not a bad way to start the day. Hope your day is going well. And I hope that you'll be able to integrate some of these reminders into the day and the week that you're living right now. God bless. Press on. Mm -hmm.